In this episode of the Gibbs Sunday Podcast, the audio is pulled directly from the video recording, so some parts may not make as much sense without the visual component. Don't worry, the vast majority is perfect for audio listening. If you'd like to watch this video, you can do so by heading to the Gibbs Sunday YouTube channel. Thanks so much for listening. Let's jump in. You know, one of the things that kind of constantly surprises me and, and, and blows my mind in some instances is, is how rarely we talk about pickups. I see pedals, I see amps, and obviously I see guitars as main focuses, but I don't often, I, I feel like I don't often see people discuss pickups. Maybe you saw there recently there was a video of a guy who had taken um, the guitar kind of out of the equation, hooked up some pickups and showed that there's no tone anywhere in the guitar except for in the pickups. While I can't get into that in this video, there's just truly no way. That was still a really interesting concept because, you know, we as as musicians and guitarists, we get lost in a lot of things that we talk about that are that are certainly important. I think that we tend to elevate other aspects that maybe we shouldn't. And so I wanted to talk about that. I, and I, I specifically wanted to talk about one of my favorite pickups that for whatever reason doesn't get talked about all that often. And that kind of amazes me because it's like there are these like secret pickups that I never hear about. It's certainly not in my circles, um, or at least they're not remembered or acknowledged. And the funny thing is that I think I know why. I mean, I, I think, but of course I can't say conclusively, but you know what? I want to talk about it. So let's dive in. Outclair Audio is a leader in the in-ear monitor industry specializing in handcrafted in-ear monitors for musicians, audiophiles, and outdoor sports with more than 60 years of experience. Unlike others, Outclair has a solution for every stage that fits the needs and budget of most musicians, podcasters, video editors, gamers, and more. Not only does Outclair offer monitor solutions for musicians, but also hearing protection for the outdoors person. Outclair Outdoors is about protecting your hearing no matter what you love to do. Outclair Outdoors new active hearing protection and custom earplugs are the best earplugs for hunting that will protect you while you're out doing what you love. Hunting, shooting trap, three gun, or engaging in your favorite sport. Outclair is the fastest grown in-ear monitor and hearing protection company in the US and for good reason. Outclair focuses on what matters, customer service, great pricing, and outstanding quality. Making any custom product can be expensive, but Outclair recognizes that your needs and your budget are different from others. And that's why you'll discover multiple models for each need at different price points so you can find exactly what you need to perform your best. As you can see, I own a set of Alclair RSMs and these are the best in-ear monitors I've ever owned. I use them to edit videos, when I'm performing, and even when I'm listening to music casually. The custom fit makes them extremely comfortable with minimal ear fatigue. I even had mine customized with colors of my choice and put my initials on the cover. If you're worried about accidents, Alclair offers a flat repair fee for only $99. So if anything goes wrong outside of the warranty, including crushing your precious monitors under the weight of your spaceship paddleboard, Alclair has got you covered. Alclair really wants you to be inspired to be your best. So whether you're a touring musician, shooting skeet on the weekend, or finally putting those drum lessons to good use, Alclair has you covered bringing you the finest audio quality any monitor can offer. Head over to alclair.com, that's A-L-C-L-A-I-R.com now, or click the link below to begin your audio journey. Now the pickups I'm referring to are Gibson's T-Tops. First of all, that's, that's not even their name. 
This was a name that was given to them by customers and builders and enthusiasts. Um, but really what happened was when Gibson had created the T-top, what they had done was they had taken a, a the letter T and they had molded it into the plastic bobbin so that they could discern the top from the bottom of the pickup. That's it. That's, that's where the name T-Top got their name in this set of humbuckers. So when you're looking at the pick, you know, it's, it's obviously pretty clear why that was dubbed the T-Top. It was just a marker to help the builders understand where they were in their process. If you've ever changed your pickups, then you know how difficult it can be to know what's top from bottom, especially if you're not buying from like a big name. If you're buying something like um, DiMarzio, Seymour Duncan's, or Gibson's maybe, um, pickups like those are usually gonna be a little more identifiable because the process has been refined you know, so well that you know what you're, they know what they're giving you and it helps you to know what you're getting. But when you're getting from smaller builders, maybe it's mom and pop shops, um, boutique builders, and so on, there's not always that, you know, obviously there's not the same type of manufacturing processes in place that allow for you know, indications. They just haven't gotten to that point where they realize that that's something that they need. And there's no judgment there. It's just um, at this point, Gibson had realized that that was what they needed to do to expedite the, the manufacturing process. The build of the guitar needed to be sped up. And so they put a little T there and goes, boom, here's the top. T-top humbuckers are also known as patent number pickups, PNP. The sticker on the metal base plate of these humbucker pickups has an actual patent number. Now this is different than the sticker on the bottom of the PAF pickups, which reads patent applied for. As a quick, you know, kind of kind of pause there, the patent applied for sticker indicated that Gibson didn't yet own the patent for that pickup. So they were communicating this patent has been applied for. And that's where the name PAF pickup, the most notorious pickup of all time, got its name. Um, by indicating how early it was in the process of, of pickups, of, of pickups in electric solid body guitars. And this is different in that the T-tops actually had their number. So when you look at the bottom of a T-top, you'll see here is what the actual patent number was. Now the T-top humbuckers were used from approximately 1965 until 1975. And there's some common similarities to the PAF pickup. But I wanna pause for one second and talk about that, um, that time frame, the 1965s to 1975. If you're familiar with the T-tops, then you're probably familiar with this time frame too because there's some conjecture regarding the origin and the time frame of this pickup. One of the difficulties of the, the guitar world in general is that at the time when history was being changed, no one was taking minutes. No one was writing in their journal exactly, well, here's what Les did today, and here's what Ted McCarty. It was usually in, in reference. They would go back and, and notate what was happening. And so a lot of things were missed or weren't copied or, or, or you know taken down. They weren't recorded in a way that gives us exact times and days. I've seen some say with this, like 1972 to 1980, 
and that's a really broad I mean that's a lot of time those those 18 years um, but I've seen some that are, are even smaller from 65 to 75 they're even shorter than that like 67 to 72 so the, again there's some conjecture regarding it and then whoever's speaking into it so I do want to be general because I can't tell you and I don't know that we'll ever know exactly when they were made outside of some type of you know much more scientific process than googling so with that you know i'm going to say some things that are are going to be a bit generalized and unfortunately that's just that's all i have now going back to the original point i said i didn't know why these pickups were so often overlooked but i do have a theory and my theory is that i believe it's because the t-tops followed the world's most famous pickup the PAF. I mean, can you remember who Tiger Woods beat in the uh, 2008 US Open Championship? Of course you can. And that's not just because you don't watch golf, but that's because we don't remember who comes in second place. And the PAF was, I mean, it was notorious. It was the first. I mean, it was, if it wasn't the first, it was the first major, right? I mean, it was coming from Gibson one of the two big players at the time. And I, you know, we don't have to get into all that stuff, but you get the point. And it's a shame to forget the second place because you really miss out on some incredible talent. And I think that's what happened here. They grew up in the shadows of their big brother, you know? So the PAF or simply uh, patent applied for is an early model of the humbucker guitar pickup invented by Seth Lover in 1955. Gibson began the use of the PAF on higher model guitars in late 1956 and stopped in late 1962. You see what I mean? How there's some conjecture regarding the dates, like things just start getting kind of weird. So they were replaced by the patent number pickup, which is essentially a refined version of the PAF. Now the patent number pickup is also called the PNP because at this point, that was the patent number on the actual pickup. But again, it wasn't a new pickup, it just now had its patent number and it was just being refined from the OG PAF. So these were in turn replaced by the T-top humbuckers around 1965, 1966, 1967, and the production ended in 1975. Though it's mis commonly mistaken as the first humbucker pickup, the PAF was the first humbucker to gain widespread use and notoriety. The PAF is an essential tonal characteristic of the now famous 1957 to 1960, and these particular pickups have a really large following. That's why I've called it the infamous and the famous. If you're familiar with the Gibson Les Paul standard, if you ever had the pleasure, the sweet pleasure of playing a Gibson Les Paul standard, then you know firsthand why this is a coveted guitar. It's called the standard because this guitar is so amazing. It became the standard by which other Les Pauls were made. They're flat out amazing. I played a, two of them now at Emerald City Guitars here in Seattle and it's flat out amazing. As soon as you pick it up, you get it. It makes perfect sense why that guitar has become the standard. There's some discrepancy concerning the actual manufacture dates. And like I said earlier, they range from 1965 to 1980. And the reason I'm bringing it up again is because this is an important distinction because this was a transition period for Gibson. Ted McCarty left Gibson during this time. The Les Paul was reintroduced to the lineup. Norlin had purchased Gibson ending the golden era of Gibson. I'm not blaming Norlin. I'm not, that's not this video. I'm just acknowledging the timeline. Now the chief difference is that both coils were wound with the same number of turns, 
unlike the rather erratically wound PAF. This combined with the bright A5 magnet that most use for a biting and aggressive sound pickup. Now while that's low in output by modern standards, especially in the bridge position, but they were quite happy when used under heavy drive or heavy distortion. When they're unpotted, they can squeal under heavy gain, making them extremely noisy. <laughs> Now that's a really quick kind of nosedive into what they were and how they were. And the reason I wanted to talk about it is because um, I was perusing the internet as we do and I came across a company called Righteous Sound Pickups. And I was interested in their branding. I liked the way that they approached it. Super minimalistic, really clean, really pretty. And I'd seen some others raving about how good they sounded. And on their website, they have what were called the R-Tops. So I reached out and said, hey, I'm interested in trying some of your pickups. You know, would you be interested in working together? And so, you know, as we kind of discussed, like, you know, all of the uh, different aspects of pickups and sounds and things that I'm looking for, the more we discussed it, the more I realized I was really into this, like this T-top. And that's why they call it the R-Top, because obviously they're making it and it's their take on Gibson's T-Tops. So righteous sound, you know, R-Tops. So that's where they come from. So once I had them installed, I was really, really surprised at the, the different aspects of it. Now, one piece that's important is um, I don't have the lower output that was found in the original T-Tops because this is a modern take. This isn't the original, you know, T-Tops from 1965, obviously. So I didn't have to deal with that but I did get all of the things that you find with the, the super consistent winding. And the thing that made PF so, so crazy and so um, infamous was that they had a really erratic wind because they were new. And so you're, you're hand wiring these pickups to produce a sound that you think it should have. But you know, like if you're daydreaming, maybe it's 4,000 winds, maybe it's 400 winds, maybe it's somewhere between, who knows. And if they don't match exactly. And the other aspect, if you've ever seen how they're wound, is if how they're wound evenly. So if they're they're winding and they're they're kind of crossing over each other, it's gonna have a different tonal response than if they're wound really evenly and cleanly. You know, there are different pickup makers out there that brag about their approach, whether it's hand wound or machine wound, because they know that each sound gets different things. And the T-top, and again, like seeing how Gibson had come along in their in the development of their processing and manufacturing, they had learned from the PAF that hand winding things, hand winding pickups resulted in an unreliable sound. You couldn't guarantee what it was going to sound like. And it might be, you know, hit or miss. It was kind of, it was like making dinner with a recipe you've done before, but you don't have memorized yet. And so you're just kind of tossing it in by feel. And it just, it's going to vary. And some people like that and some people hate that. But if you're trying to create a consistent sound that is the best, then you've got to have um, that reliability and that consistency in place to ensure that you're always getting the same sound every single time to the best of your ability. That was what made PAF so crazy was that they were different. Every pickup, every set, they were hand wound. The T-tops weren't, they were machine wound. They were methodically and intentionally mapped. The entire process was, was you know, scientific at that point. Then I get the T-tops from Righteous Sound and I see that that's the case. They're extremely, extremely reliable and consistent. They've got a really good bite. They do really well under drive. They, they maintain their clarity. They've got a good beefy low end sound. So, so if I play through something like a Marshall or a Vox, it's gonna be really bright. I can still maintain 
maintain clarity without it getting shrill because I don't want that, of course. And then when I'm playing something really, you know, kind of boomy and heavy, I've got a Milkman V amp and that one has a really, really warm sound to it. And my lows don't get lost in muddiness because of, again, the consistency and the reliability and the make of the T-top style. Righteous Sounds really nailed it. I mean, they, they really, really nailed it. And I wanted to put these in a guitar that I was extremely familiar with, like my 335, so I could immediately start to see the differences. And just straight up, I've, I've really come to like these. I actually, this is the first time in a while that it's kind of put my pickup shopping on hold because how much I've enjoyed these. So I want to play a couple of sounds and give you an idea of what it sounds like. And then just because I want you to get an idea of what these sound like against other pickups, I'm going to play this Trini Lopez right here to give you an idea of Gibson stock pickups. This is a new guitar. It's not going to be the same thing. I know some of you are going to have some opinions like why compare it to such a different thing, but they're both semi hollows and they're both humbuckers. So there's going to be similarities that will help you understand just how good these sound. So I'll go through a couple different sounds and a couple different settings. So I'll let you hear what the righteous sound art tops sound like. So you can make a decision if you want to get some for yourself. So with that, let's jump in. What I want to do now is I, I want to play the two guitars back to back so you can see what they sound like, how they come across, how the T-tops the differ from how the Trini sound. Um, one last you know, little thing about the guitars. I know they're different guitars. It's not about me comparing it against the Trini to show you why the Trini is bad or whatever. It's purely so that you can hear a comparison of what they sound like against something else. So there's a reference point. And that's what I want to do is show you what it sounds like when you take a stock Gibson pickup and a semi hollow body guitar and compare it to an aftermarket pickup with a semi hollow body guitar, similar makeup, similar approach, similar style, etc. but just different pickups. So that's the thing that I'm wanting to highlight. So if you've got a beef with it being the Trini you know, sorry. A um, couple other quick things to go through. I'm playing through my Gibson GA20 RVT and I'm running that through my Two Notes Torpedo Captor X. That's allowing me to run directly into my interface without having to worry about uh, microphone placement and all that stuff. I'm also running through a very simple pedal board with nothing on. I'll add some overdrive later so you can hear how the pickups respond to overdrive. Uh, but for the time being, I'm just running directly into the amp and bypassing all effects.
All right, that's gonna do it for this. Righteous Sound pickups, thank you so much for sending me these R tops. They're incredible. I freaking love them. Um, I think that you can hear the difference. The, this one has a different level of clarity to it. And I think it also is a little bit throatier and fuller. And while I love the um, the Trini, I was actually surprised jumping back and forth just directly at how much twangier these particular humbuckers are, which again, just kind of showcasing how much these are really full when they're in the neck pickup, they're, they're not, there's no loss, there's no like shrillness when you're in the bridge pickup, there's a good fullness throughout and the, com the combination of the two in the middle position. I think that these are probably some of my favorite pickups I've ever played. Um, and all of that comes from the inspiration of the incredible Gibson T-Tops. So if you're not familiar, dig in a little further, I think you'll be surprised at how many guitars were made in this incredible time period that received those Gibson T-Tops, those awesome pickups. Go check them out. And while you're at it, check out Righteous Sound Pickups. Tell them I sent you and grab some T-Tops for yourself. Thanks so much for watching. If you enjoyed today's video, please consider liking and subscribing. It helps a ton if you wanna comment and get into the conversation regarding T-Tops. I'd love to have a chat with you, that would be great. If you haven't already, please subscribe so you can stay up to date with all of the latest videos. Also, please go follow me on Instagram, instagram.com slash Sunday. You can also join the Facebook Gibbs Sunday group below where we're always talking about guitars and it's not just on Sundays. Thanks so much for watching. Until next time, stay tuned. Outclear Audio is a leader in the in-ear monitor industry, specializing in handcrafted in-ear monitors for musicians, audiophiles, and outdoor sports with more than 60 years of experience. Unlike others, Outclear has a solution for every stage that fits the needs and budget of most musicians, podcasters, video editors, gamers, and more. Not only does Outclear offer monitor solutions for musicians, but also hearing protection for the outdoors person. Outclear Outdoors is about protecting your hearing no matter what you love to do. Outclear Outdoors new active hearing protection and custom earplugs are the best earplugs for hunting that will protect you while you're out doing what you love. Hunting, shooting trap, three gun, or engaging in your favorite sport. Outclear is the fastest grown in-ear monitor and hearing protection company in the US and for good reason. Outclear focuses on what matters, customer service, great pricing, and outstanding quality. Making any custom product can be expensive, but Outclear recognizes that your needs and your budget are different from others. And that's why you'll discover multiple models for each need at different price points so you can find exactly what you need to perform your best. As you can see, I own a set of Alclair RSMs and these are the best in-ear monitors I've ever owned. I use them to edit videos, when I'm performing, and even when I'm listening to music casually. The custom fit makes them extremely comfortable with minimal ear fatigue. I even had mine customized with colors of my choice and put my initials on the cover. If you're worried about accidents, Alclair offers a flat repair fee for only $99. So if anything goes wrong outside of the warranty, including crushing your precious monitors under the weight of your spaceship paddleboard, Alclair has got you covered. Alclair really wants you to be inspired to be your best. So whether you're a touring musician, shooting skeet on the weekend, or finally putting those drum lessons to good use, Alclair has you covered bringing you the finest audio quality any monitor can offer. Head over to alclair.com, that's A-L-C-L-A-I-R.com now, or click the link below to begin your audio journey.